live and definitely never inviting the Spanish Football Federation president on our podcast just to be safe. Mm. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. I'm working on my duck and weave just in case. Mm. So gross. So gross. Unfortunately, no means no in Spanish. Raise your voice. So, you know, don't need to learn any new words to, uh, to tell him not to. True. Which is useful. I appreciate you, Dunk, because you're, you're bringing the safety, and that's all I want sometimes. It's just to know. Well, he's the safety officer for the show, you know. He is. Sure. He is. Yeah. And mm. there hasn't been an incident since Tony was last on the show, so it's great. Mm. Good job. Good work. Proud of myself. You've earned yourself a pat on the back, Duncan. Go ahead. Feel Hello. better? Maybe pat, you heard pat, it. Pat. Don't know. Yep, pat, it's good. Pat, yes. Felt, it Excellent. sounded like a good, solid, reassuring, congratulatory yeah. pat. Excellent. Yeah, good. absolutely. Perfect. All right. Well, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast, the podcast that wants to go faster to the end of the MLS season. Uh, on this week's episode, we look back at a wonderful Women's World Cup. Uh, talk TFC because, yes, we still do that. Discuss the latest men's national team drama with the CSA. Ooh. Uh, look ahead to this weekend's Toronto match and more. Now this week's panel. Trying his hand at balloon darts, because why not? Say hello to Duncan Fletcher. The balloon darts? Ah, right, yes, it's like an X game thing. I said, get where you're going with this now. Yes, pop. I'm really good at it. Darts. I'm British. <laughs> you're right. Um, I get in the house of toys. <laughs> In the House of Mirrors, admiring his latest kit from all the angles. Welcome to Mark Hinckley. I mean, why wouldn't I? I designed it, but it, it has goes on forever and ever and ever and ever. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, who wants like 360 degrees of art? I mean, come on. Come on. Come on. We're going to have trouble just getting you out of there, aren't we? Yes, probably. Well, also, I can't. I don't know where the door is because it's a room of mirrors. So <laughs> if you're on the outside, I would appreciate it if you opened it up and let me know. I'll, I'll be there as soon as I can. Um, stuck at the top of the Ferris wheel. Tony won't be able to join us this week. Everybody Ooh. wave. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Tony. Oh, look at him all up there. I, oh, he doesn't look happy. Mm. I wonder if we could like airdrop him do they have a drone that can send him some snacks we could we could we could resurrect the controversial corned beef sandwich taco because <laughs> he's not here to fight back yes. oh yeah i remember that one that was a good fight <laughs> that was a great fight. of all the fights that we've had that was one of the ones that split the room and he was wrong i loved it and every time we fight about it, it becomes very serious. It's a very intense sandwich-based fight. It's amazing. Is this, is this, is this fight basically, uh, you know, this product shouldn't exist? Or is it a... No, no, no. It's whether, or not it, thing. it's whether or not it could exist. Whether or not the structural integrity would allow it to happen. Mm, okay. Like, like okay. one of the few times That's Tony and I have really actually, nice. like, I think seriously fought on this show <laughs> was over this. It was like 20 minutes or something, wasn't it? 
over that came up on another show it was great oh yeah uh, no, my, that that was a uh that was that a was classic all, that I mean, was an all-timer we did not submit that to the uh to, to the podcast to, award. To, the, to the podcast awards but uh is it a hard show is it a soft show i i forget what the it, crux it, of it was it was okay oh god so wow. i i maintained that you mm-hmm. could take a corn, a, a, like a good, so you'd have to do like an oversized corned beef sandwich. Right, right, right. Um, and that you could mold it into the shape of a taco and then you deep fry it. And then you fill that and you have the sandwich itself as your taco shell. Hmm. And then you fill it with whatever you like to fill it with, whether it's more meaty goodness or, you know, just more veg or whatever. Right. And you go from there. He maintained that it would never hold up structural integrity. It would fall apart before you could deep fry it. And it just, <laughs> anyway, it just went from there. So this, this literally, we thought about this for, for a good chunk of one of our shows. Actually, more than one of our shows. It was delightful. Oh, yeah, I think that carried on I'm for right, the he's entire wrong. X. Yes, I think it came up multiple times. I think you're correct. Mm. And, uh, which, you know, I'm glad and we it could would be delicious. Back. It would have been fantastic. So anyway, right. good times. Anyway, um, as for me, the last, the last day or so of, of footy craziness has felt a little bit like being on the tilt world whoa, whoa, whoa. I am your host, Kristen Knowles, and now to our show. So what's been happening? Well, the Women's World Cup, it's over, and I'm sad. Not with the outcome. Because I was fine with the outcome. I was fine either way, actually. Although I do tend to cheer for Spain. But such a good tournament. And I think that final, for me anyway, that I think that 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 was it was a good final. It was a good final to end the tournament on. You know, it was a lot of hard play. It was very tense through most of the match. Uh, it wasn't a foregone conclusion in any way, shape, or form. Uh, some excellent goalkeeping you know, the, the standout goal, like just, it had so much to recommend that match. Like for me, cause I, I did get up. I got up at like, God, I was up at like quarter after five or quarter after five. I couldn't sleep. Like I woke up and I was like, no, no, you don't have to get up yet. You can have more sleep. My brain was like, no, the world cup final is on soon. Get up. And I was like, fine wench. Um, but Burn. worth the, worth mm. the, I know I'm harsh on myself. You it was worth getting brain up. wench. Okay. Sometimes. Okay. Well, no, my brain calls me a wench. It's it's you know we have a love hate relationship, um, mm. but uh, for me it was worth the 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 lack of sleep. Um, although I did go back to bed after the match because I was tired. But um, what an enjoyable game! I I thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed that match, and uh, I thought it was a really good representation of some of the best in the women's global game right now. And I think, again, as a, as the final match for this tournament, it's one of those ones, I think it's, it was a very good sort of, a very good way to finish this tournament with that as the, as the final match. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it wasn't a great match by any means. There's definitely been better ones sort of during the tournament, but just by, by the standards of a, World Cup final, it was yeah, that that's probably better than most. There have been, you know, some really fucking turgid, right, just no team wants to do anything here, uh, the kind of games like over the years, and this like wasn't that. I mean, 
Spain definitely sort of dominated the game. England didn't really have that many chances, but it wasn't a, all right, well, just fucking both teams are just sitting back and doing nothing kind of thing, which finals often can be. So, yeah, it was uh, not bad. Had some entertaining moments in there. Um, you know, England's goalie, uh, <laughs> very aggressive after serving the penalty. Very aggressive. <laughs> That's a way to put it. Uh, I'm gonna say bad scene around the world. I mean, honestly, I uh, I would love to have had her mic for the right. Like I know that was the only thing you know. At least at least Alicia Chapman was near a mic, right? I mean, I I I think what it what I the intensity of that fuck off though. Yeah, like like. It's nice for the people to really show it as well. I think, she, like <laughs> the way she delivered it, like there's something about the conviction and delivery that, um, I don't know. It, it it's it's almost like you could see like the fire burning behind her, and she had said it, and she does not give a damn who in the fuck she's playing against. She was just she's just she was in a completely different planetary headspace of like. I'm a God and everybody is going to pay. Like I just, the, the audacity out of her was incredible. And I, I want to normalize that. I want to see that. And I, 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 I thought it was fantastic. And after the save, it was just a string of, expletives that was spectacular. <laughs> like it did even in the context it didn't make any sense why she would have said all of those things <laughs> made the save she literally gobbled the ball up not a problem but it, then it was it was like she was mad at somebody and i couldn't tell who i don't know if she was trying to taunt the the, the person who shot it the ref the ball i don't she was pissed at somebody and just is this just like her teammates, just like Maybe. you guys are doing fucking nothing out there. Come on! But I don't think she was looking at anyone when she said it. No? I mean, other than maybe trying to burn a hole through somebody's chest with with her eye lasers. Um, I it's just fantastic. Like really, if if for if you somehow watched it and didn't catch it, go watch a highlight pack, and every time you see her make a make a save they're gonna keep on the keep the camera on for about two seconds and you'll see why they cut it because they realize she's in the middle of a thing but you <laughs> caught you caught you caught all the fucks that she said it's amazing <laughs> um i just I, I i love it i love seeing like like in my in my world in my worldview swear words are just words it doesn't matter you put the value into it as you do. So seeing somebody say fuck and a microphone picking it up, it's not even slightly offensive to me because it's contextual. It's not like she's like, it's not like she was horny. You know, it's not like, like whatever, tep, whatever context the word fuck. Te- no, like whatever context the word, like it wasn't like she was being like X rated. Okay. All it right. was just, ah, fuck. Like, which is a thing people can do and people do. Yes. And I kind of want to normalize it because I feel like the, there's too much bullshit. Like, oh, I can't believe you swore. Like, you know, the like. Think the, of the children. Oh, yeah, like that's bullshit. Fuck them. 
Like, honestly. <laughs> like, like, the last thing she's thinking of is children because she literally is in a World Cup final. And if you think she should think about it, you're not in a World Cup final either. Exactly. So, so yeah. So, like, this, this is what I mean by normalizing it. Like, I just... Because I'm sure... I'm sure it's been on camera many times for men's games, and I never noticed it, whether bad angle, whether it's they cut it quicker, but <laughs> it's just on just long enough. I will treasure that. It's a shame England didn't win for the amount of fuck she said, because really, <laughs> it was world-class stuff. And I mean that sincerely, not a joke. She, she was incredible. She was incredible. And that, like, the goal that went in was tough. Uh there wasn't a, it was an excellent, excellent shot that was going to be out of reach of everyone anyway. Like it, you can't like, you can't pin, pin that on her. She had a stellar tournament, but she had a very stellar game. Fuck. <laughs> anyway, I know there was other words too, but I was just like, whoa, whoa. No, it was, it was, it was very, it was very, very funny. Um, it was quite funny. Um, one of the other sort of, uh, for a while, not not controversy, but mysteries or whatever during the game was the the goal scorer um, when uh, Olga Carmona scored her <laughs> scored the goal, mm. and you know did a celebration and, and had had you know had something written on her shirt underneath her jersey that she was trying to show people. Now, part of players' media training, I think, needs to be using the appropriate sharpie. And um, if you're wearing a red shirt, yes. don't use a red pen. Get Come one on. of those white markers. Yeah, the metallic ones or so those metallic yeah. or mm. get like yeah, good thick black like 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 somebody her teammates let her down. They needed to have like been like, no, Olga, no, no, you know, no mejor. Like like, like there needs to when, be more. There had to be um, one person who had some like not, when I say media training, I mean like works in television. You know, took just, a camera just, class. Yeah, just to say, yeah, it's that's like, not going to show up. We need to make this. Yeah, this yeah. Looks, oh, this looks great. But you see, what if we made it lighting bigger? And just, <laughs> I, I, the, what was funny? I'm glad you brought that up because I actually completely forgot about it. Was at halftime as they were coming off the field, her teammate her was teammate. like holding up the shirt, trying to look at the shirt. I'm like, okay, there still isn't anything there. I thought she was wearing three shirts. And she didn't pull the right one up. Oh, that, that, that's what happened. But it turns out that's no. Okay. So, so, so she then was there was in all Eric this Hasley kind of thing. She's going to yes. take one shirt off and then Turn another off, shirt. So he doesn't Yay. get the card. Yeah, yeah, mm. I remember that. Um, so then there was all the questions about, you know, what did the shirt say? And you know, the everyone at first was like, oh, it's got to be something about the coach, right? And it's like, no, it's not about the stupid coach. And then they sort of figured out what it was and they were like well does it have you know everyone was like oh it has to do with her school um she's just like giving a nod to the school she went to or something and it turns out it's, it's not that either um the other thing that i saw a couple people talking about um is that it was uh in dedicated to the memory of the mother of one of her best friends who had recently no. passed away so she was celebrating the goal for her you know with the shirt now after the match okay. and what was found out afterwards and that Carmona did not know during the match was that her father had passed away. What? Mm. And 
so she found out like after i think i don't know if it was before the trophy presentation or after the trophy presentation but you know there's some interviews with her after the match where you know she's obviously you know both devastated and you know trying to trying to celebrate this momentous moment you know having won the world cup having scored the goal and all those things um you know it and just so you know she was She's, you know, doing this tribute, this wonderful, beautiful tribute to to someone else's parent. And like in the meantime, she just lost hers and didn't know. And it's just like, oh, my heart just broke for her uh, when I saw that. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, like it's it's, you know, all these things that happen, you know, without without us knowing and without us realizing um so yeah yeah it was it was it was a tough thing to sort of balance that um after finding you know after after you know being jubilant and celebrating and all those things so yeah but uh the shirt was said uh Merchi was for her one of her best friend's moms so that mm. was more of an emotional roller coaster than i was ever expecting holy shit that's yeah Every, everything about that is incredible for both the nicest and the most tragic ways i can think of i know and here's the so she she posted this was when she later on she posted she's like she's like and without knowing it i had my star before the game started i know that you have given me the strength to achieve something unique i know that you've been watching me tonight and that you are proud of me rest in peace dad oh my god i know oh i know i know i know it just like I, I was, I'm actually a little bit teary just reading yeah, that. Yeah, have I cried um, on this podcast? I don't think so. <laughs> so. But I don't want now to be the time. Not the that's that's Jesus. Yeah, I know. That's but, um, However, um, her goal was the winning goal. Uh, it was a very good goal. Um, it was uh, Erp was you know swear words and all was full measure for that match like they would it could have been so much worse um she stopped the penalty which was not the best taken penalty but regardless she stopped it and kept it no rebounds very important um and had a couple other very nice saves it was a scrappy match as expected um i'm still a little sad that it wasn't the french ref that got the final um was it stephanie fremont is it the one she, with the really, really high voice? Yes. Oh my God. But thank God it wasn't her. But she's one of the best refs in the world. Oh, she's amazing. She's but amazing. Like, I don't, I've, I've, I've never watched anything on television. It's like, please God, cut her mic. Never. <laughs> <laughs> like, anyway, oh, so I, I, I. No wonder you would do officiating. <laughs> she was outstanding, though. She, she's like, you're right. She was. Who pays attention to referees, really? Aside from the really bad ones, they, okay. Well, I, it's like, a, I think I think the really good ones make a difference, though. Oh, one hundred percent. Influencing. You, you shouldn't you know. notice a good referee, and you know who cares about a good referee? Fuck the referees, all of them. Fucking <laughs> cops. So yeah. Um, but yeah, you shouldn't notice a good referee. It's only bad referees that should really stick out. But yeah, okay. All refs are bastards. Yeah, what? I know. Like, I don't just, know. Like, that's yeah, where we're going yeah. with this. That's, that's the name of this episode. <laughs> Thanks, um, Doug. That's magic. Wait, 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 wait. Can we use that? Because the 
Because the acronym's ARAB. Yeah, no, I was going to say, don't use the acronym. Just spell okay, it out. Okay, well, let's not. Let's just, uh, <laughs> okay, we'll let's just use something out. else then. We'll just mm. use something else. Yeah, no, 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 no. I was, in my head, I was screaming, don't use the acronym. No, okay, no. I just, no. I, I wanted to make sure we're not. So we're not. But okay, I spelled good. it out. Okay. Um, like, no no shade to, to Tori Penso. Um, she's a decent rap. She's better than her husband. Uh, so, um, and I... Wait, I, is, I, is, I she, is her husband's also a ref? Like yeah, he's an MLS ref. Levels and, wow. Yeah. They both they wow. both ref in, in MLS, oh. actually. She was one of the first Where women to do so. Wow, do, he do must be a real kids? shit ref. Do they have kids? <laughs> that would be awful. They have, they have a refing dynasty. <laughs> who, would want to, who would want to grow up with two referees as parents? Like, oh, oh. oh you, 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 know those, you know those kids are the ones that are telling the teacher everything that happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, Darren okay. uh, was uh, punching Steve in the face. Because he <laughs> anyway, <yeah. laughs> Sorry. imagine, imagine um, anyway, kids. <laughs> All right. Overall, a good, you know, like I said, a good end to the tournament. Um, wanted to just sort of get everyone's overall thoughts on the tournament, but I want to put this in your head as a as a as a thinking point. Um, so Spain, the 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 the, the women's program are now the reigning U17 world champions, the U20 what? World Cup holders, and the senior World Cup holders. Mm. Solid decade plus of investment in the women's program has led to this. What? And just That's basically crazy. expect them to dominate Yeah, probably for the next decade. Yeah. Coming into Shall 2027, like, like they're, they're the favorites right now regardless because of the youth on this current squad and the youth coming up through the program that is already winning at the world level. It's going to be wild. I think what's mm -hmm. kind of crazy is that I feel like as far as the development of the women's game professionally, they were, they weren't one of the quickest ones in Europe anyway, out of the gate to get, to no. get like, like when I think of like what the development has kind of looked like just based on mostly success and appearances. Um, well, the further south you go, the less likely they're gonna they're they're ready for it. And because while I mean Germany was slow off the line, England was slow off the line, but they've closed those gaps, and now somehow Spain has surpassed them all. In in I mean, yeah, it's a ten it's it's a long term investment, but the fact that you just listed off four different age categories mm -hmm. three, three but four, yeah three yep that's that's bonkers yeah. well yeah and you think about it so you know like uh carmosa is or carmona is she's she's 22 23 um hermosa is 21 um What's her name? The young goal scorer, uh, Para Yale. She's 19. Um, mm -hmm. There's a couple other players uh, who acquitted themselves very nicely through the tournament that are all in a similar age bracket. So, like, they're, they've not even hit the top of their games yet going into another World Cup cycle. It's crazy. It's going to be wild. It's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to watch 
what they do as a footballing nation um, on the women's side over the next several years and what everyone else does to keep up with them. England being probably the next closest in terms of being able to maintain uh, development and supports and things. It's going to be interesting. I mean, you know, yeah. Australia oh, going huge. Oh, yeah. We're going to invest like this 200 million, whatever, blah, 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 blah. And uh, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, Australia is going for it. And, uh, yeah, okay. you come that close and you see that response from your from your population and, um, yeah. you know, like the the the, the viewing numbers, um, both within Australia and around the globe. Um, you know, the, 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 the average attendance is massive. Like this is... This World Cup, this Women's World Cup, which, you know, before it happened, when, you know, a few years back when it got expanded to 32, when the decision was made, you know, there was, you know, there's always a subset within sport that is like, do they really need that? Is there really enough good blah, blah, blah to make this worthwhile? Well, yes. Yeah. Fuck all of you, the doubters. Mm-hmm. This is me. I'm literally holding up two middle fingers to all of the assholes out there. No, I this this, this to me asking. is very much, um, this World Cup is very much an announcement of the women's global game and what's coming. And federations better figure their shit out. I would agree. I agree with everything. Um, my My one, I wouldn't say it was a concern, but like when we looked at, when we were looking at the the 32 teams that qualified and how many, how many new teams who mm-hmm. are just like, I, I, I feel I use the phrase, uh, they're just happy to be there. And the number of those who weren't just happy to be there. Yep. Was mm-hmm. to me like, that's, that's the telltale sign. Cause every world cup, there's always fodder. There's always been fodder. It doesn't matter whether the men or the women it doesn't matter if there was 32 or 48. Ugh. Or twenty four, like there's always a fodder team that just that just is, and I mean it. I feel like in the men's game it's shrinking. Like even the fodder team isn't that much fodder, but previous World Cups you could see it. And this one it's like okay, I was con- concerned. I don't want to see teams get humiliated. I think that's no, what it we, is. We, we don't. No, but I'll, I'm not. I'm, I'll be honest with you. Um, if not that it has happened, but if you were to lose five nothing. But then when your next game one nil, worth it, worth it, absolutely worth it. You came away with points. You came away with, or a you big... know, lose lose your lose your first game four nil and win the World Cup, or lose yeah. your first yeah. game four nil and win the World. But like to me, it's like it's the whole it, it's the notion that it's the notion that these weak teams shouldn't be here. And yeah, it's ridiculous. And honestly, like if one or two of them do the business, hooray! But it was over half of them. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's 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 fantastic. To me, that justifies a 32 team World Cup going forward. Hell yeah. Like without, without question. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, and enough of those teams actually got out of the group. There were enough kind of shocks and everything. Oh yeah, you made it out of the group. Fantastic. Yeah. And that often leads to, oh, well, eventually there's just 
like can be like giant mismatches in the next round and it's a bit of a, a letdown and everything. Mm. And, you know, I think the only there was only one game, I think, like France versus Morocco was over very quickly. But aside from that, you know, the other teams that you wouldn't have expected to get to the knockout round did like pretty fucking well and were kind of like right there and were not being run over at all. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it you know count me among the uh, people who are not expecting sort of that level of depth right now, and just like oh, mm-hmm. it's kind of like surprising uh, from like a lot of the teams that were there. So yeah, it is a very uh, very positive sign. I really. Um... And again, I, I, you know, I did this a lot during this World Cup. Uh, again, a shout out to TSN and the the, the team they put together for this. Um, to having Amy Walsh, to having Claire Rustad, um, Claire Hanna, who was new to me as a, you know, as a primary sort of lead broadcaster, uh, you know, on site analyst, uh, Carmelina Moscato, like just really 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 well done um to you know the broadcast themselves to the analysis um to that 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 web page that they have for the women's world cup it is just it is chock full of clips and articles and information and it was through the entire world cup i know some people i guess had some problems with some of the streaming broadcasts but like i have tsn on cable so i only had to do double duty a few times during the group stage, but I found everything to be excellent. And this is what, this is what you want for a tournament like this. Um, and, and for them not to drop off after Canada was summarily, you know, when they, they, they flunked out of the group stage. Um, they, they just kept up the quality. They kept up the coverage. There was always analysis programs. There was always, around every single match, something happening. Um, and, and they ran stuff all the time. Like if you missed the match, it was going to be on like three hours later. You could just watch it again if you wanted to watch it on your television as opposed to watching it on your laptop or whatever. Anyway, I just really, really important to have that kind of um, investment and that kind of truly professional insightful um coverage and you know we've talked about the the wonder of that is claire rustad uh as a football analysis for this uh analyst for this country and just soccer in general many times and the fact that we got so much of her was so wonderful <laughs> like i'm sorry for her patience i'm sorry people that needed her medical expertise but the football fan in me was delighted that we got so much of her um, during this World Cup. And yeah, just more. Thank you for being awesome, TSN. Heard. It was, it, Joe? Every, everything was excellent. Wish I saw more. Yeah, yeah. Know. Couldn't TSN have put, put things on at a better time? I, yeah. I mean, <laughs> show the games live during primetime, TSN. Yeah, do better. <laughs> Can you not just bend yeah. the laws of time and space for us, please? Come on now. Hashtag TSN hate soccer. I think this is what we're, what we're trying to control. <laughs> That's totally what I was trying to say. <laughs> yes. Oh, it was delightful. What a great World Cup. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. 
Um, we don't know where the next World Women's World Cup is yet. It, that won't be decided until May. I was surprised to see that. Yeah. That it that it's not it's not firm. And some of the uh, places some are, of the options are interesting. To yes. Mm -hmm. I really thought the you have um, the list in front of you. Uh, I, I I'm trying to go by memory. It was South Africa. Yeah. Brazil. Yes. Uh, there was a U.S. Mexico. Make that one make sense. No, thank make you. This one makes sense. Um, Netherlands, Belgium, Germany. Like, really? Did that right? need, need to be split? Does that need three? to be split amongst the three? I know. I was like, I thought, I you, were were say, I thought you were going to say, and Luxembourg. Oh, and, wait a minute. You know what? <laughs> Benelux bid, I'm here for it. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. But, but Luxembourg getting bumped for Germany? Make it make sense. Just make it make sense. I mean, Germany could host the entire women's. They could host any World Cup in like that. That yes. northwest, west, northwest, exactly. Westphalia, where it's like there's like if you if anybody ever look, has looked at a map, of Germany, any one of those countries could do it on their own. Like Cologne, Dusseldorf, uh, Gelsenkirchen, um, uh, uh, Dortmund, um, Essen. Like they they all have a Bundesliga, Bundesliga two or three team. They all have a stadium that's at least twenty five thousand or larger. Some of them had World Cup games. Like it's it's insane. Like it it makes about as much sense as a I don't know a U.S. Mexico bid. Like mm. either one could do it. Texas and California could host every World Cup. It has new. They could have a new stadium for every game, and they could do it. Like this, I, I don't. Anyway, I I feel there was also somebody else, and I cannot remember off the top of my head. But um, like wow, what a what a those combo bids are so curious. I know, and like honestly, unnecessary. Like really, like unnecessary. Mm. Like all of those, all of those countries could easily. They ha they have the infrastructure, they have the stadiums, you know. <laughs> like they're footballing nations. Like it's there. It's do anyway. So we'll see. But yes, we won't find out until next May, who is hosting the twenty twenty seven Women's World Cup. So yeah. Anyway, huzzah! Wonderful. Thank you. Great tournament. So happy. I'm going to miss it terribly. You will. Sad. Okay. Um, from joyful, let's 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 move on to TFC. Fill the room. Fill the mood. I, I know, <laughs> but I didn't want to start with TFC because the World Cup is the more exciting and, and awesome thing. I wanted to like revel in that. So, um, what about milk at the back of the store, Kristen? Whatever happened to that theory? I yeah. know. I know. True. Mm. I've lost my I, I've lost my my evil retailing ways. I guess I don't know. Giving the people what they want right out of the boat. Everyone's I fucking guess. turning I off now. Know. I don't Ooh, know. We have changed. What is wrong with me? Turning off now, Kristen. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um. So last night, uh, Sunday night, day before recording. Uh, TFC finally returned to MLS action, poor them, uh, for their traditional CNE match versus Montreal. They basically have this match every year. Um, and before we talk about the match, I, I just do want to, I did notice both in the highlights, but also just 
on Twitter the few times I checked in. Apparently, the the Montreal fan ban at BMO Field is over because there were a lot of them from what I saw up in the away section. And um, yeah, or did they all just buy tickets to the X and stuff? No, anyway. So Possibly. maybe that's we'll see what happens after that. I haven't I have not seen any belt whipping videos, though. So perhaps security <laughs> was better yet. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um so yes yeah, so some of the excitement for last night's match uh the return of michael bradley mm. the return that of went, really well. yeah. yeah i could I, mm. I heard um the uh return of victor vasquez mm. mm-hmm. um so you know just just in time for the the playoff push you guys like right down the home stretch it's gonna it's gonna happen no it's probably not gonna happen um i as everybody knows was not at the match i was at the patty smith concert uh however both duncan and mark did watch this match Ew. so gentlemen mm. how bad was it like three two loss i know two goals by bernadeski late in the game but um was it really the first half was really bad and the second half was much better yeah, that, that pretty much sums it up. Yeah. It, was, uh, it was a game of two halves. The first half was awful. The second half, yeah, they're actually quite good right now. Um, but yeah, Was, it, was it stubbing Michael Bradley off at the half? Is that Was that the game changer? Maybe. Maybe. And I think. Got to say, yeah, well done, Terry fucking Dunfield. Finally, a coach with the just the, the, the balls that are standing within the room to be able to sub Michael Bradley off at halftime. This is what we needed the whole time. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, but yeah, I, I think you know, there's probably more to it than that, but uh, things definitely improved. And yeah, Bradley didn't look good. I mean, he's obviously just coming back, so probably not at full fitness and what have you. But uh, yeah, he wasn't doing well. To have, uh, Bo Duke was uh, having, you know, was able to get around him sort of quite easily. And um yeah, that's some other like Montreal like forwards like somebody Vilsant. He's probably mm. it's like his sixth appearance since like his first start. He was just really fucking good. And just uh you know tearing uh, Toronto's defense to bits really. Then uh, he got injured. Uh and then they took him off and then Montreal never really looked as dangerous after that. Um but yeah, the first half was shit and the second half it's like, oh okay. Actually started playing better. Insignia came on and looked like he was like giving a shit and was like a very sort of energetic and doing things. Like, oh, okay then. And uh, yeah, but you know they lost. Yeah, um, I, I would, uh, I would parrot most of what uh, what Duncan has said. The uh, the first half, the goals were the the two goals were calamitous. They were really like so. I mean, at its core, the defense let everybody down. Um, it's just different people at different times, apparently. So the the first one, like, uh, I forget who shot it, but it went off the post. Like, keeper went for the dive, curled around his fingers, hit the post, kind of deflected off of his back and into the uh, into the path of Schwanier the lesser, who potted it. So like, I mean, I on the one hand, it's like. Should somebody have been picking up uh, Schwanier? Probably, but who was also expecting the deflection to go that way? Yeah. Uh, the second one, another low shot that was 
that was saved, but it literally was palmed into the path of Mabika, who was trying to keep a defender from picking up the rebound, and it literally went right into his foot, and he put it in the back of the net. Like, yeah, that's there was it. It's not like he had. It's not like he had a twenty-yard run at it and kept on going and. The ball, like, I'm just going to keep, like, he mishit it. He didn't have a chance. I don't care what anyone said. If he's got, like, if he's in mid-stride, that ball is going in before a foot hits the ground. Like, he just cannot get out of its way. So, there's that. But, I mean, it was was just a mess. The fact that it was only 2-0 at halftime was was generous. I I, I think that's that's, that's fair to say. Um, And then the second half... um, I don't know what the hell happened, but they, 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 they were playing like they gave a shit. I mean, it was nice of them to to, to let Montreal give Montreal a false sense of security. Um, the the three two scoreline though really was kind of it it it's generous to Toronto because it makes it seem like they they were they were like they in were it right to in. the end. I mean, they they literally got the second goal with a minute and a half left in, in injury time. Like right. I don't know what kind of what more of comeback he thought was going to happen. I know we all did, um, but uh, uh, you know, I'm not, I've seen this team play all season. I'm not a betting man on them. That's for sure. Yeah. So, How and, did, um, go ahead. Yeah, no, I, was gonna say, I, I feel like up until, uh, you know, they played well the, the first bit of the second half and got it to three, two, one. And then after the like, the penalty and got to three, one, I feel like, okay, yeah, that's just kind of like killed off this game. And yeah, there's nothing really happening after that. And then, oh, well, they did get another goal. You know, that was nice. And you know, two very nice goals. Um, but yeah, I think once it got to three, one, it was like game over. It was never like, holy shit, TFC might do this. It was like, yeah. oh, they actually got a second and made it look closer than it was. But yeah. That's uh, I'd say three one is probably about right. I, I I guess I didn't see it on the I must have missed it when I was looking at the highlights. Um, Petretta's challenge on uh, Lapalainen, so that was um, the that was the penalty, right? Yeah, yeah. Was it that bad? Um, it was. Yeah, it, was it was obvious. Well, but... Yeah, like I mean, he was mm-hmm. he was clearly trying to do exactly what he did, which was yeah. push him out of the way of him running onto the ball with a one on one with the keeper. And yeah, it was, it was like, it was, it was deliberate. Like there's not, I don't have anything for, for Petretta in this. I'm like, it was a bit harsh. No, you should know fucking better. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would say it's the, the only sort of criticism is you do that shit outside the box guy. Don't, yeah. don't wait until you're inside the box. Yeah. Bring him down early and then, you know, get your red card. What have you? Blah, 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 blah. But don't wait until he's in the box and then get a red card and a penalty. But uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't like a bad foul or anything like that. It was like, yeah, that's probably for the best. You know, you were defending, you, you stopped him from having a very good chance. You know, at that point that it had got there, good decision. Yeah, you did your job, got a red card. That's just what happens sometimes. Fair enough. But foul him earlier. Do it outside yeah. the box, okay? Agreed. Is the only, would be the only criticism I have. How, and also, um, oh, sorry, go ahead, Mark. No, it's just going to say also, too, like the setup to that was like defenders fell asleep. Like watch it. Like they showed the replay mm. of that, and that started at mid midfield. That wasn't yeah. a, that wasn't like a, a cheeky ball that you know someone got nutmegged. It was, 
it was bad from a, like a long ways away. And, and you could see Petretta put his head down and just sprint as hard and fast as he can. And it wasn't until like he maybe got about halfway, he put his head up to see where everything was. And then he decided to go rogue, so to speak. So like, uh, it's, uh, mm. yeah. If you want to shit on the beaker, I mean, the own goal, that would be very harsh, but his role in, in that third goal is like, oof, yeah, you did not look good in that third that, goal. That I will agree. I would, he, he should, if he's going to be punished for anything, it's not the own goal, it's the third goal. So, yes, he's just very statuesque and just very easily, it's like, oh, turned and oh, he's just gone right by me and oh no. And then, yeah, shit went bad from there. But, uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> it's TFC. Who cares really anymore? <laughs> Yeah. Fair. Um, but I did, I did, I was curious, um, just because from the sounds of it, just from what I saw, what I read, um, that when Insigne came on, that mm. seemed to liven some things up mm-hmm. and that he and Berndeski actually looked like they were playing well together. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what to make of it. I mean, like in the sense of, I feel like we've 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 heard enough of over the last couple of months about divisions and not liking one another and all that. Mm-hmm. And then you see them kind of like connecting. Like it kind of felt like it was it's like this is this is the class, right? This is the class of player that you want not only just making great passes and making clinical shots and but like playing together. Mm-hmm. Like and it you there was not, not to say that I can analyze the past and go, oh, those two guys fucking hate each other. No, but like <laughs> like it was there was nothing there there was nothing to suggest that they didn't even like each other. Like Right. And anyway, it's it's just I, I think I'm I think I'm prepared for such dysfunction that when it works, it's like, oh, oh, everything's okay, everyone. <laughs> like mm. even even Osario, who was pretty much absent for most of the game laid off a really nice pass that led to the second. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's true. That was lovely. And so, And again, it's like, you know, I saw a lot of people shitting on him about, you know, him being a designated player or whatever. I was like, oh, God damn. Yeah, because it's all based on one appearance, guys. Come on. Or it's all based on 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 the current body of work because that's, mm-hmm. that's, how, that's how wages work, right? Yeah, you have a shit week at work. And you get you, you don't get paid as much. Yeah, that's just yeah. well. Well, if, well, if you wait tables, that's actually true. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, but that's also because it's performance based and it's also bullshit. So whatever. Yes. My point is, is like, like, just because everything has gone to shit doesn't mean everybody is one hundred percent ninety minutes of a game shit. Also, and I'm not like it, like it looked like it was more cohesive in that second half than. I have seen since probably what May, mm. like where mm-hmm. I could go, like there was a fleet, like at two one I thought, and it was so early in the first or second half I think, um, I'm like there's plenty of time for them to pull this out. This is bullshit. Like I say, it's bullshit because they're so bad. But like they look really really good in that build up yep. and in that goal. But I don't know. I I don't know if they took their foot off the gas a little bit or just got a little complacent. Which is weird because you're losing and you haven't won forever, um, but yeah, it was. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to use the word hope. I don't want to use the word hope. 
but there was little. But it's, it was little. It's so, some of what I saw looked hopeful. And but yeah. I, I know I've said this, and we've I've said this more than once this season. Again, I didn't. I wasn't even wasn't even at this match. I didn't even watch it. But I don't know. I'm like Fox Mulder. I want to believe. Mm. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's a difference between the first half and the second half. In the first half, it was just very much okay. You've just had like three weeks off to mm, train fair. and work on things and what have you, and this is. This is what you've got. I, what the fuck were you doing? Uh, yeah. But then, yeah, the, the second half, you're just like, oh, okay. You actually look like a, a team that is a little bit dangerous and might score some goals here. Um, which, you know, I can say I've watched a lot of games this season, but uh, the ones I have, it said, yeah, you, you don't, you don't really look like that. Uh, so they're actually kind of refreshingly good for about twenty minutes or so in the second half. Uh, until that third goal went in, that kind of that killed it off a bit. But yeah, all right. I mean, again, not going to use the word hope because hope for what? Right, there's no point. But exactly. hope for well, they might win a game at some point here or there. Plausible on that sort of second half performance, which uh, you know is a step up. And you know, hey, it's nice that Terry got a goal. Two of them. Two of them, indeed. Yeah, exactly. They scored. They scored. The scoring drought is over. Uh-huh. Yay. All right. Um, one last thing before we move on from what's been going on. Uh, again, we we none of us really watched this at all, but um, you know, we should mention that Miami. Sorry, that that Lionel Messi and the team he plays for uh, won the league's cup, but. Nashville did not make it easy. So good for Nashville. Good, good, good for Jacob Schaffelberg and someone else from TFC that now plays for Nashville. Someone else go to Nashville. Mm, nope. Lucas McNaughton. Lucas McNaughton. Thank you very much. Yes, that's who it was. I was like, there is somebody. I couldn't remember who it was. Um, I don't know how often he plays, but he's he's with the squad. No, I feel like he plays a fair bit. He even scored a goal. Not mm. during this tournament, but like for the club proper. Um, but yeah, it sounds like it was. Sounds like it was a good game. Um, there was a. They had to be. They had to go to PKs. Apparently, the keepers were good. I don't know. Messi scored another goal because, of course, he did. Um, congratulations, the, the, the man! Penalty, the penalties went to goalie kicks. Oh, did it? Oh, oh! I didn't realize that. Oh yeah. man! But it was, it was uh, Nashville's goalie missed the. Uh, the well, the his penalty was saved, and that was the the clinching thing. It was a that penalty. Was the, oh, God, it's really. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. It's like Miami's. Yeah, Miami's was like a typical just goalie penalty. Just absolutely fucking smashed it. Uh, then yeah, Nashville was uh, saved. Shame. Yeah, that's too bad. That's too bad. I, I I might have to go try to track that down then, just because I love goalie penalties. Because who doesn't? Right? Who doesn't? Uh, all right. Well, c- congratulations, Messi. All right. Let's move on to what we're talking about. Uh, we're going to start with again a little bit of TFC stuff. Um, mostly just because they just played. Um, and we haven't had a chance to talk about this yet, but the, and we're so sorry, Sean, but Sean Johnson 
is out uh, for you know the next what is it four to six weeks with a broken hand suffered in practice mm, <laughs> you know? I, too, I too would punch a wall but <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe a goal uh, post who knows who knows what he punched it could have been anybody a teammate a teammate yes <laughs> so many see, options the key, could have, what you need something. to do is you punch a you punch the locker you, like if you have a proper metal locker that's what you punch it hurts Something a little bit. It makes a really good sound, but it has a bit of give to it, so it's less likely that you will actually hurt yourself. Yes, do speak from experience. I used to punch law lockers. I was a very angry teenager. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, so much has changed, right, Duncan? Sorry, I didn't mean what? it. Tony made me say it. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I I don't hit you guys. Not anymore. Distance. Yeah. Think how many think how many carrots have been saved over the last three years. I mean yes. the carrot industry has taken a hit, but we have not taken a hit, so hooray. <laughs> All right. I throwing carrots. I punch you guys much it's fine <laughs> i feel like yeah, i feel like you used to throw carrots at me and tony but you would actually punch mark yeah because i was within <laughs> punching distance yes. right i'd rather be here with a carrot <laughs> i don't know i got some good velocity on some of those carrots <laughs> anyway mm. um but yeah so sean johnson who has been you know one of the bright points of this season um we won't get to see him and not for much more of this season, I, I, I would expect. Um, so in the, in the sense of, oh boy, we need keepers. Um, Luca Gavron, Gavron, mm. is there a pronunciation guy with his name? Oh, damn it. Probably not. They're used, they used to always, anyway. So who has played for um, TFC2 um, is Added to the roster via Major League Soccer's extreme hardship mechanism. TFC is eligible for extreme hardship, capitalized both words, by the way, which makes me giggle, which exists when a team has fewer than two goalkeepers available or has less than 16 outfield players available. So, you know, obviously TFC are in the less than two goalkeepers category. So, What's, um, uh, what, what, what happened to uh, Ranjit Singh? He didn't. He's he's hurt too, isn't he? Is he? Uh, okay. That would yeah, I feel up. like something happened to him. Oh no! Didn't he get? Did he get traded. Um. Greg. I don't know why I'm laughing. That's actually slightly plausible. Uh, 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 uh. No, I'm not sure what's happened to him. Um. Anyway. I know the, the 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 research that goes into this program. Anyway, yeah, we try. Uh, Luca Gavron, who is from Hamilton, Marcus. Yeah, finally. <laughs> My uh, number one keeper now. Do it. There you go. He's uh, um, ooh, he he played for St. John's University, and was named. Uh, he was 
um, named an All-American, not on the, the first team, but he became St. John's first player to uh, earn those honors in over 15 years. And he was the Big East goalkeeper of the year. Good Ooh. on you, Luca. What does that mean, though? Big East. Who's in the Big East? How many? T- I fucking I Boston. No fucking idea. I used I used to know what all that college. stuff was when I really paid attention Syracuse. to college basketball. Um, he uh, let's see. In his first season with the Young Reds, he recorded six clean sheets. Um, 70 saves. He was named MLS Next Pro Goalkeeper of the Month last July. Um, yeah, sounds like he's got some skills. So, oh, selected by TFC in the Super Draft last year. Oh, oh. that's, oh, that's super exciting. He's super. Good. He's right, so, so super. Anyways, have you found out what happened to Ranchet Singh? No, no, better. Oh, I was searching. Looked up the Big East, um, and oh, I was wrong. Go on. Wrong. That yeah. is better. Um, so uh, uh, Akron, which I feel like there's a they're weirdly a big soccer school. If if I'm no, mistaken. they are. They are not weirdly. They are a big soccer school. They're yeah. one of uh, yeah. They're so, big so, so is Creighton. I know Creighton is. Yeah. Uh, Butler, yeah. DePaul, Georgetown, Marquette, Providence, Seton Hall, St. John's, UConn, Villanova, Xavier. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. So, All it's, right. it's cool. a yeah, it's a it's a it's a decent ass little conference. Nice. But so, uh, right, so he is uh he is now the backup keeper um for TFC. Congratulations, dude. Welcome aboard. We're so sorry. No, it'll be it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. We're sorry. We actually are. <laughs> I don't know why I don't know why you'd pull that back. You know you know so very sorry um moving on to the men's yeah, national team any, i'm not finding anything for greg ranjit saying but it's like you know, scrolling like... briefly through twitter i see a, a delightful uh, sort of picture of uh, sort of young sam holding the league's cup oh good for him mm-hmm that's nice. Um, anyway, so uh, the men's national team. I remember are, them. Yeah, are still. Um, we never did talk about the last statement they received. They released last month because we were very focused on the World, Women's World Cup, and we just never got around to it, which was about image issues within the CSA using their image rights and all sorts of things, which has been like an individual thing, but I guess got ramped up. Um, regardless of that, you know, we talked a little bit about the fact that they've only got one match scheduled during the next two international windows, nothing in the upcoming September window, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it gets better though. So the, the Canadian men's national team player association released a statement and they said some things oh boy did they ever say some things um basically they accused the federation they accused the csa of um this 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 lack of matches during these two international windows that's not that's not lack of money mm. oh no 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 this is punishment this is this is them 
trying to force the men's team to accept a lower compensation proposal. Um, and this is this is this is this is the negotiating tactic they have taken. Uh, let me see if I can find the right phrasing, the right section here. Um, dun, 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 dun. Canada Soccer has been quick to point the finger at us, blaming our refusal to accept a proposal that would reduce our per game compensation by as much as seventy percent. That does seem like an awful lot. Uh, through a confusing and unfair system that would undermine the principles of pay equity that the men's and women's national teams have worked hard to achieve. Da, 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 da. Reasonable proposal. Ah, here we go. Canadian's national team has made a highly reasonable proposal. Of course, they're going to say that. Conceding on major issues, including our 2022 World Cup compensation, which remains unpaid despite almost nine months since the World Cup ended. Oh, dear God, here we go. Mm. Um, I don't know how often, how long federations take to pay things out. Uh, for its part, Canada mm. Soccer has threatened to stop scheduling games, including potentially our CONCACAF Nations League quarterfinal matches in November, and thereby eliminate our ability to qualify for the 2024 Copa America unless and until we agree to reduce our offer even lower that sounds very unlikely i like i, oh, I, I know. These, these are like official games that they have to play really I, it's not like it's oh, well there's, there's an open window you can schedule some friendlies or you can't i think it's pretty much well you, you gotta play these really don't you i I I, I, find... I don't know can they like would they just get fined by Concacaf if they don't Yes, and well, you're, oh, so the, the CSA is going to decide deliberately. No, no, no. We don't want to qualify for the Copa America. So that, won't, that won't that won't bring in more revenue. I, I, yeah, I, it seems. I just don't know. Unlikely. I mean, we obviously don't know anything about like the negotiations that are actually happening and who's demanding what and all that sort of thing. I but I mean, again, it, it's you. Know, you want to be you know, paid yourselves. I fully get that. And you want them to be putting on all these extra games and everything. I get that. How how are they supposed to do all of it? I mean, the fucking League's Cup was basically, I think the basic idea behind it was in a way, all right, this is something that's going to get like a lot of the like, small teams, like regular games that they're actually playing. And, you know, it's helped with the, the amount of games Canada plays and everything as well. Now all of a sudden it's, well, well we need games to prepare for this. Like, no, I mean, you know, the League's Cup is there to actually, right, here's some games that are actually happening that'll prepare you for a Gold Cup or World Cup qualifying and no one really cares about the League's Cup. I mean, what even is it? Um, I may confuse and think this, the Nations League, is that what I'm, I should be talking about? Yes. You're thinking of the Nations so. League, yes. Yes, Nations League, sorry. Anyway, like, you know, the Nations League was supposed to be the thing that actually, all right, yeah, we're going to be playing a few games a year, like every year now. Isn't this cool? And now all of a sudden, oh, well, we need to be playing friendly games to prepare for this thing. Hey, Jesus. Um, you know, it would be delightful if all these things could happen, but it's, it's clearly established that, you know, I mean, maybe the whole thing is, you know, it's all just not really so much negotiating with the CSA, but it's trying to like put pressure on the the uh, sort of one soccer media pro, whoever people, the, the CSB to kind of like renegotiate that deal. 
or put pressure on the government to be bringing more money in somehow. But, I mean, if it's not about that, then what exactly are you expecting from the CSA? If this is just like, literally just a straight up like negotiating in the media with the CSA and it's not about those other things, I, I would be very confused. So hopefully it is a, all right, let's just try and get all the, the bad sort of, you know, just turn public opinion against the whole CSB and everything like that to try and get that deal renegotiated. Then maybe this is all a good idea. If not, that's a nonsense statement they just put out. Yeah, it's pretty fair. I'm trying to see. Like, I did look earlier, but I'm just I'm looking again while we're sort of chatting here. If Canada Soccer, you know, released a response to that, um, and also what's what's what is interesting, and maybe I'm just not paying enough attention to Canada Soccer hashtags, just because I've been again very focused on. The Women's World Cup and uh, uh, the U17s have also, you know, they're preparing for some qualification. Like, you know, there's 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 other Ooh. Canadian soccer happening other than yes. the, the men's national team who aren't really doing anything right now. Um, yeah, the, the under-17s, uh, you know, all the underage teams need to be funded as well. So, you know, the, the women's team, I mean, Christ, how many games, like, the, the men's team... You know, that World Cup qualifying thing, shitload of games there. Then there's a League Cup and the Gold Cup and there's more Leagues Cup, not League Cup, fucking hell, the Nations League. It's just, you're playing a lot of fucking games. Why do you need more friendlies, guys? I, Jesus. Mm. I wish, yeah, I don't, I, and the thing is, is I really, like, I, I, I do think, I do think that the CSA is not run particularly well, and I think it hasn't been run particularly well for some time, sure. right? And I think they, no you know, both 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 squads, both senior squads have succeeded to varying degrees despite their federation, not because of their federation. I think we can all agree on that. Um, I think that, you know, Bontis, Magnusliani, all those guys are smarmy salesmen. I think we can pretty much all agree on that. Um, yeah. But, and that the CSB deal just really just sounds awful. I still, <laughs> and again, it's, I don't, I think for me, like I understand the frustration on the part of the man. I don't know if I, I, I would love to, I would love to see Jason DeVos or somebody come forth. Is it Charmaine? Charmaine Crooks? So she's, she's in charge. Um, whatever, you know, definitively state that we have not, we're not blackmailing the players by refusing to schedule games. I, yeah, I feel like, I feel like you could just come out and say that. Um, but uh, you know, it's a ballsy thing to come out and say, right? Like that's, that's you know, to accuse your federation of, of doing that. But we've seen we've seen worse things in other countries with other federations over this last year or so, right? Um, so mm -hmm. um, I think that obviously I don't I don't ever think that the CSA operates maliciously. I just think they're not very good at what they do. And agreed. Uh, and that is unfortunately um having deep and you know lasting effects quite possibly on the future development for both squads um 
and that, you know, I, I, I agree that I think both squads should play more. I, I, you know, if you've got an international window and you're not playing I, and there's a major tournament coming up, I would be upset too. You know, I, I don't know that I would accuse my federation of blackmailing me, but um, there's, uh, I think I would be upset if the, you know, I would, we were upset by, you know, potential lack of preparation for the, for the XNT before the world cup. I think that there's, there's yes. And um, the men as well for their World Cup didn't get much of friendlies. That's a fair thing. Yeah, Ooh, we we're not getting friendlies to prepare for the Nations League. Fuck off. Well, but the Nations, the Nations League, League does lead to the Copa America thing, right? Which is hopefully a better t- anyway. So many fucking tournaments. I mean, um, it's like John Herdman just shitting all over, like Honduras and Panama. So, right. <laughs> these games aren't even worth it. This isn't the quality of opposition. I mean, this is kind of pointless and everything. But now all of a sudden, ooh, we need friendlies to prepare for it. I realize this is the players rather than John Herdman, but same. Yeah. Well, maybe. and and now and now it's um sort of like tagged onto this. I, I have a little like note here. Um we we mentioned last show that Herman is you know been mentioned in the mix as uh, the next coach for TFC and uh, another little whatever extra nothing with any definitive information but I guess just ramping up the rumor mill from Joshua Cloak today saying that he is now the front runner for that position. Um, also, well, there was a little interesting note in what? Hold on, let me find the article. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, said something about Herdman's people approached TFC back in July. And it wasn't the other way around. Yeah, I could believe that. But I feel like Herdman would be all about, yeah, let's uh, try and yeah. set up some kind of leverage and what have you for, uh, yeah. and get, whether it's just like better personal terms for himself or just better treatment for the team as a whole so he can actually yeah. do his job. Yeah. I could 100% see him like just initiating that. Yeah. So I just, I just, I just, I thought that was, I just thought that was really interesting. Now, I'm going to ask this, and I, and I'm asking this sincerely because I, I feel like it does happen, but I could be imagining this. But are there national team coaches that also coach at the club level at the same time? I feel like it has happened. But it's super like, is it just a, is it like a every now and again, this sort of randomly occurs? And the reason I ask is because hmm. there are national team players associated with TFC slash, in, do you know what I mean? In MLS, he'd be around those players. Do you know what I mean? Does this yeah. make sense? Am I just babbling? Probably some of both. No, um, I mean, I feel like does I feel like it's more usually a, an emergency kind of thing, okay, uh, where that kind of thing happens if it's like both. I mean, literally the one emergency kind of thing I can remember is like Scotland in 1986, and you know Jock Stein had a heart attack, and so Alex Ferguson, who was Aberdeen's manager, managed right. Scotland as well. Um, but I feel like it's kind of happened in other. So uh, things here or there, but it's generally, yeah, it's, oh shit, something's gone wrong. We need somebody. Like, yeah. All right. Okay. Somebody can do both for a while kind of thing. Duncan, excellent show. Yes. That is, according to this one article I'm reading, he's one of five. Oh, oh the one on. I was, I was thinking of one and I couldn't think of his name, but I could see his face. So uh, 
first was uh, uh, Rhinus Michels. Uh, he managed Netherlands oh. at Barcelona back in the 70s. Okay. Uh, um, probably everybody's favorite manager who did both of these would be uh, Leonid Slutsky. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, uh, CSK Moscow and Russia. Right. Uh, okay. uh, one we probably all would have forgotten, but Fatih Terim managed Galatasaray in Turkey sure. like, okay. uh, during 2013. The one I was thinking of, who's Hudink? He was managing both Chelsea and Russia. I wonder how that fucking happened. <laughs> what is that connection? That is a really random connection. I wonder how that connection worked. Ooh, who would be the go-between for that? Yeah, and and Sir Alex. Uh, okay, so this is Aberdeen so it is really like a truly and really not much within I mean, like. To be fair, More what recent a, times. What a what a what a list of names. I mean, aside Ooh. from that Slutsky guy, I've heard of the others. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and how did we not know about Slutsky? Seriously, I'm 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 a little disappointed in us. I'm 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 personally disappointed in me. I I always got the impression that this whole thing, if he takes a TFC job, it will be him dumping Canada. Yes. Is, is yes. him doing both? Is that a possibility? Is that something people are talking about? No, I don't know that people are talking about it. I think it just it it I sort of it made me think of it. Just I I think part of it had to do with uh, like a phrasing in this article, um, and it just could be more like relating how he built up the men's national team to basically how he would have to rebuild TFC because it needs a, you know, Oh, he's going to find a whole bunch of uh, sort of dual national people who, who exactly. Okay. Fun. Um, anyway, so I think that's sort of what Does was TFC in my brain sword as well. That'll be exciting. <laughs> yeah. They should have taken that sword to nations league, man. Clearly. I, I feel like that was the, that was that was really what what, what fell apart there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe he can get like, maybe he can get a Tiba to come out of retirement. Um, anyway, I just it just sort of it was something that was in my brain. I I was wondering. I know it's highly unlikely because really you do need to, you know, national team programs obviously need a great deal of focus and they need a lot of time and attention and care and all those things. So you really don't want to be trying to ride two horses. So um, I was just curious. Anyway, so yeah, it's, uh, you know, that September window is going to come and shut very quickly. So I, I don't expect anything to change before that. I'll be curious to see um, if Canada Soccer responds in any way. Um, that statement by the players was uh, last week. So um, World Cup is over. But again, there are... Uh, Youth squads currently uh, competing in tournaments that need time and attention. Um, but and then the whole Herdman situation. So maybe we will have uh, more information next week. But uh, it's going to it's probably going to get worse before it gets better. Everyone <laughs> just, you know, and hey, it's not like it's not like we're hosting a World Cup or anything. <laughs> Don't know. It'll be fine. Uh, I'll make sure I've got my helmet on. What okay, could go good. Nothing. Nothing ever goes wrong. All right. Um, one last thing before we 
look ahead to this weekend's TFC match. And this is back to the Women's World Cup and during the medal presentations. So, um, yeah. yeah. I don't even like, uh, I'm so icky. And so, you put it in here for the record. I, I know I put it in here. But doesn't mean I'm happy discussing it. I'm never happy talking about stuff like this because it's there's so much. Anyway, so Luis Rubiales, who is the president of the Spanish uh, Football Federation, um, during you know during medal presentations and things like that, there's lots of jubilation and happiness and emotion, and usually there's hugging and things like that. So. When um, Yeni Hermoso was getting her medal and got to him, you know, they hugged jubilantly, both very happy. And then he grabbed her head and kissed her mm. on the lips. Yeah. And, you know, I, I've, I've watched that clip more times than I like. Um, it... It made me very uncomfortable to start with. It made me angry. And so there's been a lot talked about this since it happens. Um, it should make you angry and it should make you uncomfortable. And it sh should make everybody angry and uncomfortable. Like, unless you are involved with, like, and I, I don't even know how old, like, she's, oh. He's so much old, and she's, and, and she can't pull away. He's got his fucking hands on the side of her head, for Christ's sakes. Like, I would punch a man I was dating for doing that to me, possibly. Do you know what I mean? Like, that wasn't like, anyway. Um, so the question is, is, was it inappropriate? How inappropriate was it? Um... Is this another example of, well, it's, it's okay in this instance, because if a female football executive did that to a male player, what do you think the reaction would have been other than, oh, she likes him, um, which is probably what would be the reaction, but would people have been offended, especially since if she was an older woman kissing a young male footballer. Um, would a woman even do that? I'm not saying that there aren't female predators. Of course there are. Um, I'm not even calling this guy a predator. I'm just calling it inappropriate in the moment. And so what I put in my notes to myself to ask you guys, because I just, I don't, I feel like I'm just going to like ramble a lot. Um, is this just offensive and out of place and inappropriate Yes. Is it being blown out of proportion? Possibly. Um, the player right afterwards, you know, was interviewed on camera and, and stated that she wasn't comfortable. Um, said she didn't like it on a live stream afterwards. She said that in comments later provided to the media. So again, that's, and that's always interesting. You know, that is a very much of, oh, we've had some time to think about it. Let's find a nicely worded way to, to, to address this and just move past it. She was asked to clarify her position, saying it was a natural um, gesture of affection 
that they are. They have a great relationship, that his behavior with all of us has been outstanding. It was a natural gesture of affection and gratitude. Um, mm. And he brushed off any suggestion that said the act was improbable. He said, he said it was a kiss between two friends celebrating something. And I get that. I kiss a lot of my friends and, and whatever, snigger, take that any way you want. Um, I've, I've, I kiss um, many people that I know because it's just like a natural it is but these are like my friends this isn't like i don't know maybe they are good buddies maybe maybe they go sell maybe they go out drinking or dancing or they go to the movies together i don't fucking know um but it just seemed to me that that was one step too far um and and again maybe it's emotion carrying over Mm. but for me watching it as a woman i recoiled that that had happened and again if he had kissed her on the cheek i would have said nothing not one thing because that would have been appropriate it's almost honestly it's the head grab more than anything because she could not pull away if she wanted to and that's the part that really anyway go ahead so all right so to answer like your your questions all the my 1200 questions uh, yeah go for it been a lot of questions <laughs> yeah. yeah i know i'm so sorry i apologize no, you, know you guys it's, it's it's not a it's it's not appropriate you know it's it's kind of like there's a th- let's assume that the two of them are more than friends just assume that why would you do that in the middle of the fucking pitch like why why would one want to do that over the other like there's a time and place. This is this is this isn't the time for you to do that. It, like you, you've got all the time in the world. She just won the World Cup. She's gonna be happy later too. Like, uh, and this is assuming assuming that they are that they are more than friends. Okay, probably not. They are probably no more friends than than like. Oh hey, how's it going? Good and you like that? Like they're colleagues who are just mm. well versed. Yeah. yeah, colleagues slash president. And yeah, boss and president. There's a power dynamic there as well. It's not just colleagues. Oh right. yeah. So, like, to me, that even if they were more than that, that podium was never the time or place for it. Never, under every circumstance. Just it was just like why, why here, why now so like to me the 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 whole like there's there's a lot of like you can go well you don't know what their relationship is like my response is that again not the time not the place um you can do that behind closed doors you can do that like under the stadium in front of the rest of the team you i don't think you do that in front of 80,000 people in the stadium and millions who are watching around the world. That's not who that, who the fuck was that for? Um, also kind of like diminished. Like if, if, if that was somebody I cared for, the last thing I would do is try to steal some of her spotlight. She just won the world cup. Cause just shit about me from handing out medals. Like anyway, the only thing, my the conclusion I, I I just distill it down to is, um, he's a selfish prick. Um, he probably took advantage of the situation, regardless of what the relationship is, and he should never, ever, 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 ever have fucking done it. He has That's since apologized. 
Um, you yeah. shouldn't have to apologize for a thing you should no, never. No, no, no. Oh no, I know. I'm just, I'm just saying. I was just, I just possibly apologize. Yes, I was, I was searching, but at least it's more than. I made a mistake. I have to accept it. Moment of such emotion without any bad intention or bad faith. What happened sure, happened bro. in a very spontaneous way. Blah 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 blah. Um, he's not as old as I thought I was, and she's not as young as I thought I was, which does not make it any better. Oh. Regardless, no, but I'm glad would, that I, he is not 60 and she's like 23. I would not have done I that thought. if that were my wife winning the World Cup. I know. I that's, know. This is what I mean. Well, I don't. I don't know what the like. If you went the emotional route, I still wouldn't have done that to my partner because this is her moment, not mine. If she did it to me, she grabbed the back of my head and I'm handing her the medal. Game on. But it's her spotlight to give to me, uh, not mine to take from hers. You see what I mean? Yeah. So mm -hmm. that's fucking bananas. Yeah. And the whole thing, I mean, there is sort of zero chance that he's doing that. You know, if like Spain, like the the men win the yeah. World Cup Euros, whatever's next next year, you know, would Spain win that? Is he going to go up there and he's going to be sort of like kind of kissing? Uh, who's a Spanish player these days? Uh, I, I don't even know, but yes, exactly. That was going to be yeah, my next question. He's not going to yeah. do that, and yeah, I mean, the whole thing. There's just that the the sort of the whole sort of Donald Trump. Well, yeah, you have your president. You can do anything. There's just yeah. a sense of entitlement to it. There, right. just like so, hey, you know, he's happy. He, you know, is president. I guess it's kind of like, hey, holy shit! One of my teams has just won this. This is great, and he's just fucking going to go with it. And it just doesn't really occur to him that he shouldn't do it with these. Uh, with you know any of these women, and it's just like ah yeah you you just don't really give a shit do you you just didn't yeah. even really think about that you just say yeah I want to do this and I'm going to do it and just yeah and, yeah I mean I don't get the impression that uh, like Camosa was really it's like oh what bothered I mean you know concerned no, just I, like the, the live stream in the dressing room afterwards it seemed like she was, it was more just a, a sort of kind of like laughing off what have yeah. you we just won the world fucking cup. Who gives a shit about? I'm not going to think about that. Whatever. Let's make a joke yep. and move on. And then that press release that was initially put out. Yeah, I don't buy that. That's our official thing anyway. That's very much a well. Yeah, we, we've got to say this. So I said, yeah, whatever. I'll sign it. Fine. Yep. Blah 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 blah. Um, and yeah, it, it's just the whole thing is just very sleazy and just disappointing and just like I, ugh, I and yeah, just sort of like ruining a moment really and. Yeah. yeah. I was low-key expecting, though, Kristen, when you were setting this all up to completely make a, like, just veer off and go. So the, my question to you guys is, if you were handing out medals to the men's team who just won the World Cup, who would you kiss on the mouth and why? <laughs> and the answer is Milan Borja, but we all know that. Um, <laughs> but, like, anyway, my I thought it was. I want like I know it's a serious. I know it's a serious topic. I like that's. A, but if you were going to derail it anyway, it would have been a chef's kiss. And I was waiting. I was waiting for it. Unfortunately. Well. No. Anyway. So. I know. It. Uh, yeah. I think. Whenever if good if good things come out of stuff like this, it's that something that stupid and offensive took place in full view of the world and it does 
keep conversations happening, necessary conversations happening about power dynamics, about the assumptions that this is okay, that yes, in a moment of pure joy, it's all right for me to do this. No. Um, especially given, you know, the number of, of federations who um, not just fighting over, over money, but uh, fighting uh, with their federations uh, against, you know, like assault and abuse accusations against coaches and that sort of thing that are still ongoing. And these are the senior levels and not just in, in women's soccer, but in other sports as well. But certainly, you know, there are there were countries at this Women's World Cup you know, that we're dealing with that behind the scenes sort of thing. So again, conversations need to keep happening. So if something good comes from that, I think it's that, that it is something that many people are now discussing. Um, some of the commentary obviously is, it is what it is, but it always is around situations like that. But I think it's good. I think it's great that we can have a really good conversation about it. Um, and hopefully those sorts of things are ongoing and, that people listen and reevaluate how they look at that sort of thing and how they would approach that sort of thing. But I really liked what you were saying about, yeah, if it was the male soccer team, would he be grabbing people and kissing them? And I again, what so. the reaction, what the reaction would be again, if it was a woman kissing a, a male uh, soccer player or even, or, or even a female soccer player, you know what I mean? Like just, just think of dear listeners do think about that, please. I, for, there there was me. there was a comedian. Um, uh, there is a comedian. Not was there comedian uh, uh, Jen Kirkman, who is fucking incredible. She's hilarious. She's amazing. And um, she the one thing she was talking about, she was talking about like. Basically, it was like she was discussing like how men can be creepy. And I understand like I totally hear exactly what she's saying. And uh, one of the things she said was, you know, she was in a, she was in a hotel and she was t getting on an elevator and there was another man in a business suit. And he offered to, you know, can I can I get your bag for you? Like, like it was just on wheels, had a handle. And she and and the, and she's like, no, no, thank you. And I go, well, I'm just, you know, just trying to help because that's 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 a shitty male move to do. And he she kind of put it back on him. It was like. Tell me, do you ever offer strange men the the option of taking their bags for them? And of course, he's like, no. And go. That's why. It's 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 creepy. It's because you're offering a thing you would not offer to everybody else, just women, just young mm -hmm. women or attractive women. Like so, if the the whole idea is, would he do this to a man? No. He would probably not. We'll never know, but probably not because they won't let him on another stage. I hope. <laughs> but that's the thing. If you're wondering whether it was okay or not, and if you, if you, if, I don't think I would. I'd be surprised at this point if someone's listening to our show who who isn't who's still listening and is like against like you're making a big deal of this. Would you Would you kiss a male player on the mouth, grab the back of his hand, like head of like that, if they just won yeah. the World Cup? Because that's 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 when it's the difference. That's when it's the difference. If it's not something you're willing to do for everybody, then it's creepy. Don't do it to anybody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the question about worst sort of World Cup presentation spoiling moment, like this 
all the sort of Qatari dudes like putting the the robe on Lionel Messi. I think this because you know the Messi thing was clearly very consensual. He was fine with it, what have you. But yeah, yeah. I bet you the Messi thing talked about more though. Yeah, it was probably kind of planned beforehand and said, "Yeah, we can." No, 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 no. I, I mean, I mean afterwards. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, it was it was just a very obvious thing. But whereas this was just a very kind of like quick kind yes. of like thing. And whereas like, all right, they put this on him, and now he's wearing this in all the photos and everything. It's like, uh, yeah. But, um, but yeah, like I said, he was probably okay with that and knew yeah. about it beforehand and everything. So. Yeah, I'd say Salt Bay was a far more offensive end to any World Cup (laughs) celebration. Fuck that guy. Seriously. Uh, And I like the fact that, you know what, that is the first time I've even thought of him since the World Cup, since the Men's World Cup. So um, wonderful, because I feel like he's just, after that, faded into obscurity, or at least I fucking hope so. No, he's somehow still a thing. Yeah, damn. I'm glad I didn't know that. (laughs) All right. Well, let's move on from this. But um, listeners, yeah, if you have thoughts, you want to discuss this further, um, you know, you know how to find us. You can add us on Twitter and the various places, DM, comment on the show when it's posted, et cetera, et cetera. All right. What is coming up? And what's coming up is, um, well, it's TFC. Yep, they're they're still playing. Um, versus the crew. Uh, away this weekend on Saturday, um, and uh, yeah, it's probably going to be ugly. Um, would be my guess. And yes, okay, Corey and Mike and whoever else pointed it out to me that Rudy Camacho, Camacho, Macho Camacho. Plays for Columbus. I didn't know that because I wasn't paying attention. Who? Who? Who did you? To Montreal because I thought he still played for Montreal. Now, looking at his stats with Columbus, he has barely played for them. So I can also be forgiven for not having seen his name in any game reports because he's been in one match for one minute. And what a minute, my God. Like the impact of that minute was just, you know, the stuff of fucking legend, obviously. No, there's no other stats. Anyway, um, so anyway, so I apologize for not being up on that. Thank you all for letting me know, making sure I knew. It's very much appreciated. Heartfelt and genuine, thank you. Yeah, yeah you're welcome. That's what I. That's that's my takeaway too, Don. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It is important to have fact checkers. I I should maybe employ one sometimes when I talk about some MLS stuff, since I don't pay that much attention as I used to. All right. Um. So, playing Columbus on the weekend. Um. And you know, obviously, other than the fact that we all saved the crew, uh, that's where that's where Bez is. Yeah. Uh, which. You know, TFC fans oft lament uh, that he is there. Uh, Jason Russell Rowe is also in Columbus. Um, I feel like there's another. uh, Well, he's not TFC, but Mo Farsi is there. Um, Who else is there? 
I don't know. It's probably somebody else. Corey, let me know who I've forgotten, please. And thank you. I mean that sincerely because no, I'm looking at the list. I'm no, sure I'm missing somebody. Not, I totally, I mean it sincerely. Not even slightly. DM me later. I'll tell you everything. There's nothing, by the way. There's absolutely nothing. <laughs> anyway. Um, so yes, Columbus, I think they are still there. Yeah. They're, they're, they're the crew. We, we, we made them change it back to the crew. Didn't we? Um, they are <laughs> that was that stupid attempted rebrand oh especially after all that free publicity from being saved and all still so dumb um they are well within the uh top half of of the league right now uh for the conf- for the eastern conference they're in fifth place they have oh look really good home record nine one and three it's amazing Ooh. they score a lot of goals they are the second highest goal scoring team in the league. All right. That's okay. We've got a good defense. Top class goalie right now. Yeah. <laughs> ah. Um now they're not the they're not the, the the best defensive team, but they're not the worst either. So like there's an opportunity. But um yeah, it's the it's the it's the they score a lot of goals situation more than anything. I think is 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 what everyone needs to to probably focus on. Um, Toronto has lost five in a row. Um, hmm. Columbus are com- well. I'm sure it's more than that, but that's all. That's what shows up immediately. Their last yeah. they of the last five, you know, obviously the Columbus. Ah, okay. Yeah. Columbus have won three of their last five, including they're just coming off of an emphatic win over league uh, conference leaders WKRPFC. Um, so you know they're 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 rolling in, or well they're they're coming home on a on a big momentum swing for them. Right. But you know, hell is real. Hell is real. Mm. Um, Why don't I just go with Hell Classico? Hell Classico. Mm. I that's like really, that. That's really good. Uh, me too. But you know, I, 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 you know, hell is real. That's very sort of the authentic Columbus, Cincinnati, Ohio thing. Sure, whatever. But hell, classical. Come on, guys. I don't know, Dunk. That's that's Mike, pretty good. Make this happen. Make this yes. happen. Oh, Dunk, Mike, stick this with is this is this is, this is your this is your job now. We will we will discuss this when uh, when TFC are playing uh, WKRP in a couple weeks. Um, this is, but this is, this is, this is your, this is your, this is your new task. This is your mission. Should you choose to accept it, um, is to get that accepted slash trending on a TFO on a two stick, whatever, because that's that's pretty fucking awesome. I like that a great deal. Pretty good. Uh, um, so yes, uh, Toronto have obviously been very sucky they had a nice second half against montreal on sunday but obviously columbus is a better team so let's do players to watch and then predictions obviously i'm choosing rudy carmacho no i'm not (laughs) And it's just always Darlington Nugby. I can't go wrong with that as a prediction. Yes. As a, uh, 
better watch. Yeah, uh, I, I thought I, I thought about taking that from you, but that would just be cruel, and I'm not. That would a, just be so mean. Yeah. That's uh-huh. that's that's a Tony move if I've ever heard who's this, one. Who's this Cucho person? Because that sounds that sounds like slang for friend. <laughs> Is that what that hey. sounds like slang for? Yeah, sure. That guy's my that guy's my Cucho. Yeah, it's it up. sounds like slang for something. Yeah, it really it really was, does. It really if it was an A, I would go the way you're thinking, you dirty perverts. Um, but it's an O, and that's that's typically yeah. A mas- it still sounds like anyway. A masculine um, ending. I'm, designated you know, player from Colombia. Uh, Spanish more guys. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. Uh, you don't see it? Okay, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, yeah I'm gonna, see yeah. it. I'm still working on the other <laughs> name. Jeez. <laughs> Fucking filthy. It's unbelievable. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh, Zellerian's there, isn't he? Yeah, Zellerian's oh. like there too, right? But uh, and like ooh. fucking killing it. I forgot that's where. Oh yeah, he's he's yeah he's very good. I and I actually like him like as a player. That's annoying. I'm gonna say Mufarsi. Reasonable. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like Fair. And uh, boom, boom, boom. Elon Room is not looking like he's been playing much. He's only got three. He must be hurt. Um, yeah, you know, Tony Yaboa's kid. He's he's out there. He seems to be playing a lot. That's nice. He loves Yorkshire puds. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, I was happy to see uh, the Yaboa name. Julian Gressel, really? Yeah, I know. What? Still playing? Still there? But like. He's only got a game, no? Is that that, that was Oh really? Is it only a game? Yeah, he's only got a game. I thought he was Oh, he... oh did he just go there? Maybe. Sorry, yep, Columbus Crew acquired Gressel from Whitecaps. That's <laughs> all right, yes. And that was uh, about a month they've ago. Got, that was they've got that was Adek- They've got Adek- 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 in Larea now and uh Yes, so that's really right. Did we ever talk about Richie Larea going to Vancouver? Hey, not my no, Richie. We didn't. Not my Richie. <laughs> I totally, I kind of forgot because it all happened during like the the league shutdown for League's Cup and yeah, World Cup was happening and that's what we cared about. And yeah, that's right. Fuck. He's in Vancouver. At least he's not in Montreal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's an at least. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I would have went with. At, at least he isn't with a team that could beat us more frequently. Great. Right. That's basically what I was thinking. <laughs> Un- unlikely to have dis- to deal with again. Full disclosure, we lost to them anyway. So, I mean... Yeah, well, but not playing Vancouver this season anymore. Oh, that's not true. Shit. We got a game? Is this in yeah, there's a, home game. there's a home game in Toronto against Vancouver on the 16th. Okay. I look forward to... Richie Larea doing Richie Larea things, and things being, against Toronto. Becoming, yeah, a, a, a villain at BMO Field. Oh, that's uh, right. I, t- I, I, I booked that night off work so I could be at that match and I forgot about Larea. Shit. I, I, I might try and go to that game. <laughs> just for shits and giggles. I say, Duncan, Duncan is just you know like that does that that, that like sends all your Duncan senses tingling, doesn't it? A little bit, a little bit. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, he, he, could be, he could be the the villain we all you know love to. We to, all need to love. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. All right. Um, who's this? No, never mind. Degenic? Who is this? The jerk guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The degenic uh, is Chiburco and Degenic. I think I, I just uh, moved the two of them together. Do I get a, a jerk? Yeah. It's Chiburco. So, okay. Yeah, Croatian. Then Chiburco. Mm. Yeah. Mm. All right. They got a bunch um, of players. Some of them they got a bunch of players. Things. We've said some. All right. So, yeah. how. Uh, Let's 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 get to score predictions. How bad's it going to be? Four one Columbus. Nah, four nil Columbus. Who am I kidding? <laughs> Marcus. Really, Doug? You think they're going to not score a goal? Um... <laughs> I don't see it happening, Mark. It happened twice. I mean, they're not going to keep doing that. You know, they blew their load. True. True, they did. Um, yeah. Uh, man, I'm gonna probably just go with uh, let's say three nil for Columbus. Mm-hmm. Really, Mark? You don't think they're gonna score a goal? Uh, no, they're just gonna concede fewer. That's all. Ah. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I, well, I honestly, guess I guess I, as usual, I have to be the optimistic one of this bunch. Three one Columbus. They are going to score. Craziness. I know. I mean, to be perfectly fair, after that second half, if we think there's like a real momentum shift, I think the accurate prediction is six uh, three Columbus. <laughs> <laughs> Goalkeeping still not good, but we get a few back. Or defending, not goalkeeping. Defending, not that good, but we get a few back. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. And by the way, Terry, fucking start Kobe Franklin for fuck's sakes. Come on now. Well, he's going to have to. But anyway. We know he doesn't uh, listen to this podcast because eh, look what they're doing. Um, I know. He fixed enough things. <laughs> also, you know, cheer up, Terry. They got yeah. a couple of goals. Go yeah. Things. Live it up. It'll Sometimes. be fine. Yeah. It'll be fine. All right. Well, on those cheery notes, <laughs> that is our show for this week. Um, please join us next week when we uh, possibly talk some more Women's World Cup, uh, see if anything else is happening with the men's national team. Obviously, we're going to talk about uh, the, the likely drubbing uh, by the crew of Toronto. And you know what? Next week, let's talk about some KMPL stuff because things have been happening. And... Uh, there's a new top of the leaderboard, so we should talk about Ooh. that, I suppose. I know. I don't, I don't recognize it. Neither do I. Um, <laughs> I This week, I have been joined by these two fine gentlemen to be found out there on the Twitters at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Hello. On the Tweet Machines at KitNerdMark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. Thank you to everybody who continuously supports our podcast, the podcast via Patreon. Absolutely appreciate it. 
there's still shirts if you can believe it and it's on his asshole shop if you can believe it and if you find it on our website you'll see them all tony did some good work and uh yeah 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 strong strong um as for me you can find me on the internet yes the entire internet at kz Knowles. i have been your host Kristen Knowles. and until next week canada get used to it all right stop recording